Hey guys, and welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today we're going to be talking about, um, maybe like college basketball. And, because I think last night was the first games of college basketball. So, what do you think about the college basketball season? All right, well, college basketball today is very different than it used to be, and there's a few different reasons for that. One is there's just so many more different options about places that students can go, or like, you know, top prospects can go to other than college. And so, you know, I I think a great question to talk about, like, let's say you were a top prospect, right? You were like ranked top 10 in your graduating class. You pretty much go to any single college that you want, but other options, let let me tell you what other options you have now. You can do like what LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton did and you go to Australia, play for a year there. Another option is you could go to the G League Ignite team and you can play for a year there where you're playing against grown men. You're in the developmental system of G League Ignite like Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga did. And now a new option that's come is Overtime Elite, which you're not connected to uh, any sort of greater league, but they're just bringing you in. They have a full-time gym, a full-time staff. You can go there when you're like you know, a junior in high school too, to get ready for the draft, prepare to be a professional. And so all of these options are available to you if you don't want to go to a major college. And it seems like top prospects more and more kind of lean into this direction because one big difference is you can make a lot of money when you do these options. They're paying you to do that. So you can make upwards of a million dollars even before you step foot on the court in the NBA. All right, so kind of hearing about all the, all those different options, what do you think about them? Why, why do you think some might be more attractive? I mean, now we do have the NIL in college, which means you can use your name, image, and likeness. And I would say basketball players are maybe the, mo- the people who are most likely to uh, receive these kind of endorsements because they're so highly visible. Um, you know, the problem with the NFL is, or uh, football has always been, you know, you're, you're behind a helmet most of the time. Basketball players, though, there's only 10 people on the court at a single time, and uh, you can very clearly see who, who people are. And it's very clear, like, who the great players are from the very beginning that are also going to be successful in the NBA. All right, so Nathaniel Wong, class of 2028, you're getting ready to make your decision. What are your options, and what are you leaning for? What are you leaning toward? Um, first of all, by 2028, they'll probably allow you to go straight to the NBA, right? Because yeah. that's, like, nearing in, like, 2023. My option, personally, would be I would go to college at UNC if I could because that's my dream, and I've always wanted to go there. All right, there you heard it, folks. Uh, co- who's the coach now? Um, What's his name? Hubert Davis? Coach Davis, if you're listening to this podcast, Nathaniel is ready to receive your scholarship offer at any point from now uh, for the next uh, six or seven years. Yep, we got a sign ball from Hubert Davis. Super excited about that. Really excited to see how the Tar Heels do this year. College basketball, it's pretty we had a pretty good run last year, uh, but everything was still like affected a lot by COVID. Hopefully, that's not the case this year. I'm a little concerned that it might be because I don't know if you saw recently, but a football game was just canceled because I think it was California. Um, the team's like 99% vaccinated, but about two dozen people got COVID. And so it's not there might be waning immunity from the vaccines or this idea that uh even if you're vaccinated, you can still get COVID and it can still kind of rip through. Uh, maybe the Philadelphia 76ers are dealing with that also. And so as long as these like really, really stringent COVID restrictions are in place, we might see some disruptions. But hopefully, hopefully the Final Four will go on as scheduled as planned because Nathaniel and I are planning to go there. This year it's in New Orleans uh, and it should be a great time. 
The funny thing is we were supposed to go two years ago, got canceled by COVID. Then last year in Indianapolis, that got uh, not canceled, but it got closed to the public. You couldn't really go. And so our tickets from two years ago that I bought almost two and a half years ago, they got transferred to New Orleans 2022, which would be hopefully a great time for us. Uh, yeah, uh, there should be a fan fest. I mean, yeah, that was definitely one of the really fun parts of the Final Four. So, Nathaniel, we went we went to the Final Final Four about three years ago in San Antonio. What are some of your thoughts and memories from that? Um, definitely the fan fest and getting my T-shirt. I want to get another one because that T-shirt's growing a little too small for me now. And um, I really like that T-shirt. Um, uh, probably. My favorite part was going to the fan fest because our seats were like so high up. It, it's, it was like better to watch on TV than actually like be at the game. That's true. The games that we watched, we watched the final four games. There were blowouts. That was that Villanova team with uh, Mikhail Bridges and Jalen Brunson, and they just dominated. Oh my goodness! We didn't watch the final, but in that final, remember they hit like was it an NBA or uh, NCAA tournament record? Uh, they were just lights out from three, and really couldn't be stopped by that Michigan team. Um, one of the big storylines of uh, this upcoming basketball season is your arch rival, your hated nemesis, Duke. Coach K's last season, last chance to get a chip. Uh, it's kind of his farewell tour. Uh, how are you feeling about that, seeing this legend, but a legend that's kind of been like an adversary? How do you feel about him leaving? I don't really know much of him except for he was like one of the greatest coaches in basketball, NCAA basketball history. So I don't really know. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we live in Austin, Texas, and UT actually is, I think this might be their highest preseason ranking in a really long time. So they're ranked number five in the entire nation. And, of course, this is the preseason poll. We don't know uh, exactly how that's going to play out. They did start off right, granted, against a pretty weak opponent in Houston Baptist University. But UT is one of those teams that always kind of, it tantalizes you with potential, but it disappoints you. But they brought in a new coach, Chris Beard, from Texas Tech, and they've reloaded their team with top-end transfer talent. Uh, that's one of the new things in college basketball where people can transfer immediately without having to wait out a season. And so it really is like a sort of free agency where UT picked up, you know, we lost a few of our best guys to the NBA draft, but we really stocked up on a bunch of talent. So how do you feel about the fact that college students can pretty much transfer to whatever schools they want to go to? Um, if, you, if you're a fan of small schools, you really wouldn't like that because... Um, you, it's like if you're a small school, you might like get a good, really good player, and then they like turn out to be a star. But like they're gonna transfer before they are like awesome. Like um, Davidson's probably not gonna get like another Steph Curry anymore. <clears throat> well, I don't think there will ever be another Steph Curry. But that's a great point. Rice University, my alma mater. We've definitely felt uh, the pain of the transfer portal. It's like anytime we get a quality player, he's going to hit, he's just viewing Rice as kind of a pit stop on his way to a better program with more visibility, which I, I completely understand. I mean, if you're trying to get in the eyes of scouts, they want to see you play against higher level competition. So if you're at a school like Rice and you're doing well, they can just say, oh, you know what? It's because he's not playing against top end talent. You know, he's not playing against quality opposition on a night in night out basis and so i understand that but it's just sad when you hear oh you know five of the top seven scorers last year at rice transferred to a different school that's brutal and so every year we're, we're having to reload and then we kind of put all the hard work of development 
developing these young players only to see them kind of go off into uh, the next best thing in the bigger, brighter programs. What do you think of Rice's win last night? Okay, uh, full disclosure, I'll have to admit, I don't follow Rice basketball that closely, um, but tell me about it. Um, they beat, like, Providence or whatever. It was some school that started with a P. They they beat them, like, by 19 points in the second quarter and ended up winning by, like, 20. Ooh! I feel good about that. Um, I don't know anything about Providence. I don't know anything about Rice, but anytime you get a, you, anytime you get a dub to begin the season, that's a win right there, literally. And so... You know what? Because of that, Nathaniel, I think I'll follow a little more closely, and I'll try to keep up with Rice basketball this year. And so if you're interested in that, hit me up. Let me know if you want a lot more Rice basketball coverage during our podcast. Um, Also, let us know if there's any segments that you want us to add or continue. So we've decided to do, on Tuesday mornings, we're going to do the Halls of Hyde Park. That's kind of like, what are kids talking about these days? And I'd love to get a guest appearance by maybe a girl from your class in your grade just to hear what girls are talking about because this is a completely different world and so if you know of any girls if you if you have not even somebody you call a friend someone that you'd be comfortable asking and talking to like let me know okay and then friday we got what's on your kindle that's about the books that we've been reading this past week uh what are some other maybe topics or uh little segments that you think would be a good idea to have uh i'm still thinking um. Yeah, so if, if you listeners, if you have any suggestions, mommy and sister, we know y'all are out there. We know you're all on the way to school too. If there's anything that y'all want to hear us talking about, uh, feel free to let us know either in the sh- either by contacting us via email, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, things, none of these things that we have, or you can just tell us over the dinner table later tonight. All right, well, we are at a stop uh, intersection right now, North Lamar and 38th Street. We're about, uh, what would you say, like eight minutes from school? I'd love to hear more about what you were making this morning, which, okay, today is November 10th, and some people might say it's a little early, maybe six weeks too early, at least a month too early to be making a Christmas list. Okay, so Nathaniel, I saw him this morning make a Christmas list 2021. Tell us, what what are you thinking this year? Um, what are some things that are on your list? And really, what's what's your strategy when you're making a Christmas list? Right now, I don't really want anything because I know you won't get me any basketball cards because they're way too expensive. And <clears throat> and I don't really know what else to get. So I've what I've put on my list is um, a... <clears throat> Um, a pair of basketball shoes and something else. I forgot what the other thing was. Um, well, if I if I remember correctly, you didn't just put a pair of basketball shoes. You said Jordan ones. Okay, so, uh, you know what? The fact that you, there's nothing you want that just shows how blessed you are how blessed we are by the lord that we have everything that we need and so much more like you have everything it's like there's nothing you could get that you don't already have right you already have basketball shoes as well i'd like a newer pair of basketball or like a different pair of basketball shoes we're so thankful that the lord has provided us so abundantly and let our hearts be filled with joy and gratitude as we reflect upon his many blessings upon us one reason though i asked about strategy though is sometimes here here's a, a quick tip sometimes you don't want to put on your list something like completely like everything's like completely unattainable you know like previous christmas list in the past it's like okay i want an iphone i want an ipad it's like all these things that we're not even get you a single one of them i got a 
But one thing, one thing you can do is you can put really, really expensive things at the very top. But then what you really want is a little down lower. And so the parent reads, oh, no, we can't get them that. We can't. Oh, you know what? Maybe we get them this. And it's a way of it's called like anchoring. You're setting the baseline expectations high so that when they read what's a little bit lower, they'll be more likely to get it for you. And have you ever thought about that strategy? I've not, but because you told me that, it it I think it has a less likely, it has a lower likelihood of working, because he already knows that strategy. Yeah, well, Christmas is coming up. We are so excited for the Christmas season here in the Wong household. Uh, we have a really really busy time coming up in these next few weeks, and uh, one thing that kind of the holiday season brings is it's more time with family. So. Both sides of the family will be coming into Austin for various holidays. Uh, the Wong family, which is Nathaniel's dad's side of the family, they'll be coming in for Thanksgiving. And then the Dong family, which is Nathaniel's mom's side of the family, they'll be coming in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I imagine we might have some special episodes, some guest episodes. Um, not not drop-offs because we're not going to be on our way to school during Thanksgiving, but maybe some guest episodes with some cousins and uh, relatives. That would be a lot of fun. So if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, I, I think we can definitely get some podcasts in about differences of life, let's say, between Texas and Wisconsin, which is where some cousins are coming in. And that will be interesting to hear a different perspective from some of those cousins. What are, the, what are we looking forward to about Thanksgiving, getting some time with your, your extended family? Um. The food, <laughs> Thanksgiving food, and getting to see my cousin Evan, and um, so um, he's just like the only cousin I have that's like around my age, and he's a boy, so um, uh, yeah. So basically, you just said you're looking forward to seeing him, Tim, because, oh, he just happens to be my age. I don't really like him, but, you know, he just happens to be my age. He happens to be kind of the same gender as me. So, you know what, I if I have to be excited to see somebody, I guess it's going to be him. That's, that's a pretty – sorry, Evan, if you're listening to this. That's a pretty um, low sense of excitement. Yeah. Uh, that's a good podcast idea I think we'll have, though, is like best Thanksgiving foods or kind of like our ideal Thanksgiving meal. I think that'll be a fun one to talk about. But we have arrived at our destination. We are at Hyde Park Middle School Gymnasium on a beautiful Wednesday morning. Nathaniel, thanks for joining us again. Everyone out there listening, we thank you so much for being faithful listeners to the Drop-Off Podcast. All right, buddy. Have a great day at school. Bye, Dad. Love you. See you. It's Ryder. Special guest of the podcast, Ryder. All right, guys. Y'all have a great day at school.